Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? Uh, I'm I'm doing uh, quite well. You, wow. You, look at that. Whoa, look at that clock. It's 6.31. No, 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 no. When we started, though, it was 6.30. Uh, you, you, your eyes are just slow to the wall. This is At The Nexus, episode 71, Best Stalker, on Friday, April 12, 2013. And now, The Return of the Jedi or The Return of the Sith. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersett with co-host Matthew Petch. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I, I turned around... And that, that, that turnaround time is so long these days. Yeah, it really is. But it's amazing. We're here at 6.30, and the Fringe is over with already, and it, we're doing the show. Yeah. Never happened. No. Ever. Not before this. Yeah. This is the first time. Yeah. First time for everything. Well, do you know why this happened? Holiday. I don't know. No, that's not what I was thinking. Well, my TA took a holiday, actually. I, I would have had class today, but my TA decided last night that he didn't want to come to school today or something. I don't know. Oh, really? And he said... Yeah, the, another TA will be in there, but I'm not doing a class today, so uh, yeah, have a good one. Hmm. So uh, what'd you do? I, I, I went to uh, my uh, junior high school, uh, oh. as I do infrequently. Infrequently, huh? Yeah, I go to my high school more frequently. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool place. Well, what, what, what did we do at uh, Murray, the junior high school? Well, I followed you there, and... Mm, um, I think I followed you more likely, but okay. Well, just... I see. Yeah, the, the reason I was instructed to go there is to in- assist with the true crypt knowledge. That's what I was told. Well, misled significantly, but told we missed the class I was supposed to teach. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Okay. I got there at like nine yesterday, and I I, I got half. I got over everybody mounted a volume, but uh, nobody could do it without step by step instructions again, except for four people hmm. or three. Whatever I said first. Four. Actually, I meant three. So second. If you want to be technical, maybe. Okay, well, I do. You know how I am here. Yeah, I know. You got around to the nearest hundredth. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Well, so um, Murray. Yeah. So what did we do there? Do you know what we did there? Well, Putnam had a challenge for the students. Well, before that, we had to make fairy cages. Oh, that's just a joke, and don't even talk about it. Uh, fairy cages. Yeah, well, that's after it. that. It's like yeah. a, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, do you know how fairy cages work? The principle of a fairy cage? I think it has something to do with having... A metal box and another metal box that's set at the right distance so that air will yeah. stop the radiation from going between it. Right. So the air gap is the key piece. It has piece. to be. I know. The, the key yeah. piece of a Faraday cage. I mean, it's an insulator. Air. Right. I mean, yeah. air. that air gap is how Faraday cages work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so the the thing that the highlight of Murray today was uh, the kids. Yes, we and the assignment with the kids. Mm -hmm. So traditionally, my former computer teacher Dave Putnam, of uh, this guy named Dave Fame, um, traditionally he had this assignment where he was trying to teach people how to Google things, how to how to have people search for things on the internet, yeah, and how just to you know find things online. And so in the past, he's done this, like, what did you call it? There was a name. It was a terrible assignment called Dead or Alive. Yeah. What did he do? So what he did was, being that he's an older man, uh, he knows lots of singers that are deceased, um, were popular when he was young, and a bunch of people, modern junior hires, have never heard of. And then so we'd be like... I've never heard of this person. Like, oh, my goodness, you've never heard of him? I want to play you some classical songs, derp. And so he'd play us songs on the YouTube, back when YouTube wasn't blocked. Because yeah, nobody yeah. knew about it back no, then. No, no. Um, it was amazing. Right. 
But and then we'd be googling around, seeing if the guy was dead or alive, how he died, like was it popped some pills or did some stupid things, jumped off a bridge, um, ripped out his art because his girlfriend broke up with him, um, killed his girlfriend and then killed himself. There's one of those, um, kind of like how he died, when he died, who he take with him, right? Um, standard procedure. So, so you're finding information yeah. about famous dead people, essentially. But you're not not really finding information about him, like. One thing. Are they alive okay, right. or dead? Yeah. Like, it wasn't that interesting. Like, we didn't no. know anything about them. Right. And and also because it's it's not really that cool because they're dead. Or alive. But not necessarily relevant. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, so, instead, today the assignment was slightly different. So, in my opinion, better. <clears throat> so, today, Putnam assigned the task for the children to stalk me. Ryan Rampersad. Mm-hmm. The Premier Pod Programmacaster. My yes. mistake. Um... So basically, the assignment was to find pictures of me, my my uh, what what else? My address, my phone number, my relatives, such as my father and my mother, and what unique else? pictures, unique pictures, um, whatever sites you own, sites I own, and unique details about me. So the yeah, like your shoes, your your lecture hall, right. your, your class schedule. So the more details about me somebody could find, the the higher they scored, essentially. Yeah. Right, and. So, uh, it's kind of a cool assignment because, you know, uh, if, if you've ever listened to me, Ryan Rampersad here on the Nexus, which is where we are, you would know that I have a pretty clear picture of myself online. Especially because you don't use private registration. It's all public. No, no, I don't. And nor do I care. So, I, on, on Google Plus, you can see all the pictures I share on Google Plus are usually, for the most part, maybe 95% of them are public. All the pictures on Twitter are obviously public. Facebook, mm-hmm. you need to be a friend of mine, but that's not a big deal. I'm sure somebody can figure it out. So I'm a pretty public person with the pictures. Most of the information that anybody could want is also publicly available, um, such as you mentioned my uh, domain name registration details, mm-hmm. such as my home address and phone number. So spam. The admin's phone number. You're right, the administration. The admin's phone number. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was kind of the uh, assignment to find my address and other such things and we did kind of have to give the kids a hint but they figured it out yeah i mean once they knew what whose was it was just right. entering and, and i don't blame error. people for not knowing what that is nobody's going to know what that is we did but we were from a different era well we liked websites yeah <laughs> yeah um, i registered my first domain name for real like on my own in 8th grade i i didn't get my first real one till 11th yeah but um, then the, but i had my geo cities in fifth right uh, i i had sword at armor uh I had, I had a bunch of little sprites and other things yeah that i stole that happens um, sprites are good for theft yeah so if anybody else is listening you should definitely stalk me yeah and um his twitter doesn't have any clues <laughs> not anymore um except that it totally does actually speaking of which um, my Twitter app that I use, it's called, uh, Tweetings. I've plugged it here on the show before. There's this button here. And do you see this, this button that looks kind of like crosshairs mm-hmm. in the corner there? It's blue. That means it's on. And I think what that is, is location taking. Yeah, it's so, cool. Well, for the last week, I've been taking every single tweet with my location. Mm-hmm. That's fun. So I think I've been tweeting where I've been. That's fine. Oh, yeah. if I was trying to mislead someone, it wouldn't work. Yeah. So the winner of this contest got a set of Bluetooth speakers. Well, it wasn't really a set. It was, it was a, a, a yeah. Bluetooth speaker. Bluetooth. It was like a, one of those spherical speakers. Uh, it's kind of like a, um, one of those failed Nexus Google Q's. products. <laughs> 
failed Google products. But it was it looks really cool. It's just not that cool. But it looks cool. It sounds nice. Though. It sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Well, anyway, so uh, we were instructed to give the winner. We were instructed to go out on our own in a middle school. Keep in mind that we're literally 20. And I'm wearing a lab coat and tie. And I'm wearing a dark purple shirt that looks like a mugger shirt. And he has the beard. And the and hair. there's signs all around where we are saying no student access. No students. No students. Right. And so we're just walking around going to figure out where this class is. And we get to the place where the class is. And it's a, the room is dark, presumably because they're watching a movie. And we don't really want to go in because the doors aren't open. It's not inviting. And we're terrified because we're, we're not mean people. We're polite. Why interrupt students when we don't have to? Mm-hmm. And um, The teacher comes out because we're shadowing in front of her window. Well, I think she was just going to leave anyway. So if suddenly the teacher comes out and says, hi, can I help you? Or something. And mm-hmm. we ask to see some guy. What we ask to see Daniel. Dylan. I wasn't going to use his real name on air. Why? I'm not telling him anyone the first name or the last name, depending on which order it comes in. Because you don't know it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then she finds Dylan... Not Daniel. Okay. Maybe it's his. I don't know. Pretty sure it's Dylan, though. And uh, he's brought out, and I, I uh, shake his hand. Congratulations, you're the premier stalker. And I hand him, or you hand him the box. And then I shake his hand, too. And then this administrator comes around the corner and like, oh, what's that? Like, oh, mister, I just won an award. For what? For being the best stalker. Yes. And then we just run away. And then we just walk away, <laughs> giggling to ourselves. Yeah. And that was my morning. How was yours? It was good. I just want to add one hilarious detail to oh, the story. Oh, please do. So, after we decide the winner, we tell Putnam who it was, and like, oh, that's funny. You know, he just got back from being suspended because he just beat the crap out of this kid. <laughs> so, this kid who's really proficient at beating people up has also become the best stalker in the school. So, maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, he's a old school mobster with real world solutions. It's great. You, you, you can spin this really well. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a very good... I, 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 so, uh, before that we left, Pundam also insisted that we look at the runner up and the other runner up just to make sure that we don't give the beater the, uh, the, the, the Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. Now that we've said that he's a beater though, I don't think he'd be happy with us if he ever did listen to this. Not that it'll ever happen. Well, it's very, very. I mean, we're already an hour yeah. and four minutes into this. I made that part up, by the way. I don't <laughs> we're know. We're about ten minutes into this at max. Oh, is that what that number means? Oh crap, those so. are beats. Oh, no, not that crap again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but uh, if you're listening to this, congratulations. Don't be mad at us. Hey, but um, how was your week in general? I, uh... um, it was good. Um, I uh, went down to St. Paul College, mm-hmm. and I appealed my academic suspension. I heard you had to write a letter. I heard that you helped me write a letter. Uh, you heard that. Because um, uh, mm-hmm. apparently I'm not grammatically correct in no Nor sense. Nor are you politically correct often, but that didn't ever well, stop you. Uh, it's just the Jews' fault that I am not correct. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so so I, I, t- I turned in my appeal, and hopefully I'll be inducted into the electrical uh, degree program. Good. Okay. Um, I don't care. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Is it? Yeah. Okay. What else did you do this week? Any, any other exciting things? I heard you went to Central one day, right? Was that this week? Oh, yeah. We... Um, there was a scanner copy machine that the scanner bay broke, so I set it up to be a printer and to make sure students... And then you literally it. set it up. Yeah, I did set it up at the end, uh, about seven feet off the ground. Yeah. And the printer weighs about 100 pounds, so no no kid is going to be able to move it. Does it really, really weigh 100 pounds? Yeah, it was one, it's one of those, it's from 2000-something. Wow. It's, it's old. And now 
in Russian. Like I set the yes. to make sure kids didn't mess with my settings. I uh, instead of setting a password, I set it to Russian. I don't think you did that to mess with kids. I think you did that to mess with any anyone who administrator. Wanted... Yes, 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 administrator. Essentially, I think of them as kids, just big kids. Talk about yourself again, huh? Biggest kid there is, weighing in at three hundred and twenty-two pounds. I like how you have precise numbers. Oh, I am so precise because we are here to the nearest hundredth. What? Oh, we here at the Nexus. We have a hundredth of a percent rule. Oh, do we? We have to be that correct. We have rules now. Oh, yeah. We have practices and standards and all these other commitments to our listeners that we won't report anything that we think is true. I mean, false. I don't know which one was wrong, so... We'll leave it at that, like that. Yeah. So my week was good. I, uh, I've been working on this project nonstop. And so, do you know, have you ever heard this problem where there's, there's an assignment you want to do and an assignment you don't want to do? So you do the one you do want to do, but the one that you don't want to do is worth way more and you really should do? I think that's how I got an academic suspension, yes. Yeah, see, I'm I know that feel. I'm experiencing that same thing right now because I, I, I have this project I really want to finish. And also because Sam isn't working on it, I kind of just want to do it without him because he's not working on it. Um... But I have this other homework that I need to do, but I'm not doing it because the other one's so much more interesting and better. So mm. we're making this fake programming language, and we're kind of making a compiler for it. It's pretty cool. You've seen it, right? You've seen mm-hmm. kind of how yeah, the yeah. general idea. And so we're, we're about 75% done with the whole thing. And it's pretty cool. I'm really enjoying the whole process. And so last night I finished most of Iteration 3, which is what we need to turn in next week. In which, so so I, I did 70% of Iteration 3. Um, and I sent it off to Sam to work on the rest because he was responsible for some of it, right? As one is to do with partners. You mm-hmm. think he would be responsible for about half? Well, I think 30% is as much as he can handle right now. Can he handle that? Well, I don't know. So Has he done that? Well, I don't think so. He, this has been a multiple week project, right? Right. And there's been like incremental project deadlines. Right. And he hasn't done really one or two yet. So, um, mm. we're hoping that he'll get there for iteration three. But in case he doesn't, I finished. The rest of that thirty percent, and then an extra ten percent on top of that. Wow, that sounds like a hundred and ten. Yeah, I, I did some extra work just to be cool like that, and I, I'm doing it in a private branch on Git right now because he he doesn't need to know that I done I've done it, and he doesn't need to see what I've done in case he wants to do it. I want him to struggle and think about it on his own. Well, uh, let me know how that works out. I will let you know. Yeah, I think that's all I did for this week. I, I don't. I have a midterm next week. Um, I have a paper due next week. I have some homework due next week, but otherwise, not too much stuff going on here. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a website issue the other day. Um, uh, it wasn't the thing that you found with the outdated value. Yeah, I mean that, that's not an issue. Uh, suddenly, approximately at oh, I don't know, two thirty p.m., Andrew Bailey starts plunking me, um, saying that the website is extraordinarily slow and that it should be burned with fire. Except maybe not that part. Um. And, um, I, I don't know. I think sometimes WordPress and by WordPress, I mean, one and one just kind of goes crazy. You know, I'm on shared hosting. So sometimes the one and one hosting services, the servers, they kind of just get really slow. So it was taking approximately 15 seconds for any page to load. Wow. That's, that's pretty annoying. And then a minute and a half later, all went back to normal. Yeah. So sometimes it's just a fluke. Yeah. I've had issues like that with one and one before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, let's see what else I do this week. Um, not much. Um, drove around in luxury and oh, uh, never had luxury. any issues. No issues. No issues. No. None at all. Really? Um, huh. yeah, yeah. That's it, it starts. 
car runs like a charm. I don't believe you at all. See, I'm running like around like I was um driving a bunch of people out. Um, you know that lady's husband. I've been or I've been driving this lady to well, the I hospital. Do, I know, but weeks. I do the listeners. I don't know if you've talked about it on the show. No, a friend of mine's uh, husband finally got out of um the hospital after like a month of abdominal surgeries and other things. So kind of happy about that. And uh, he really wanted to get my car um five years ago. Like uh, he he wanted to get a tourist station wagon. Hmm. Yeah. And then he was all happy, like, I'm out of the hospital and I get to drive in a station wagon. Because it's a luxury been... station wagon. I mean, uh, you keep promoting that like it's true. <clears throat> it is true. I want everybody else to hate me for having a luxury car. I'm a podcaster, premier podcaster on the premier show of our network. Uh, I got a luxury car. I got an Android phone. 2.3 regard- nonsense. 2.1. Worthless. What? It's totally honeycomb. I got honeycomb on it. Oh, you got a honeycomb phone. Yeah, I got oh. a honeycomb phone. Oh, wow. I'm advanced. I'm a podcaster. Advanced so much that it doesn't even work. Exactly. Um, so I was at Murray this whole week um, doing other things. Okay. And um, so part of the Faraday's cage thing, I, um, these people had to use my phone to call stuff. I noticed that they were very fond of your phone. Yeah. And so I took my phone out and this immediately this girl goes like, Oh, you have my same phone! I'm like, oh, you have an LG Optimus Elite too? Like, I don't know what it's called, but it's the same phone! I'm like, yeah, I didn't think anybody else had this crappy phone! <laughs> and then my art sank. Like, wow, everybody thinks I'm lame. I, I'm, I got a lab coat and tie on, and people are just harassing me because I have a phone. That's like, so that's sad. so old. And I, I just... That means somebody else is on Virgin Mobile. Yeah, oh, um, I got a... Oh, um, by the way... Four reels. Did it do it? Yes. Oh, I, it did I, it. I just got a uh, message yes. uh, saying, Hey, Prick, time for a show, Mitch. <laughs> I also received one exactly at midnight. It uh, disturbed my slumber. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that thing. Don't ever turn it off. I love uh, it. No, no, no. I will never turn it off, but i got to make it better. It's got to have various messages. It's like it's a conversation. Nah, you know, this... Hey, Mitch. No, no, no. It's... We're gonna we're gonna make it better. Yeah, I wonder, Mitch, if you're still listening to us, just drop us a line uh, using the contact information. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. really great if you could. Because we know you were listening to us at one time. You were. We, yeah, you're our favorite fan. We, we we named a show after you. Yeah, like, hey there, Mitch. I know. And then we use you as a running joke all the time because, like, ha, Mitch listens to us. It's so and cool. I the know. listener has a name. We don't get to identify our viewers. We know we get um, quite a few, but... Uh, quite a few, huh? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> it's over 10. Yeah, you know what it is. It's 12. I'm glad you knew that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here we had another listener that's uh, been listening to us like crazy. Like uh, uh, You've heard it. I haven't. Well, you didn't hear from Master P that... No, he never uh, told me. Uh, well, he's telling me that his son is using their public iMac in the main room of their house to be listening to our show constantly for the see, last few days. So, so how old do you suppose this child is? This child is approximately 12. So is that like pre-middle school? Uh, sixth grade. Like so he's about to go into a- seventh approaching grade. Approaching middle school. See, yeah. I knew him when he was a kid, like literally like child. But well, that was seven years ago. Right, right. Um, but what I think is funny is when I was 12, I had a computer in a non-public place. I'm just saying. Well, his house is a mansion. Um, that but would make it easier and not harder. If I guarantee you, when you were 12, if you had a 27-inch iMac, you would want to use it. Well, but keep keep in mind, back when I was a uh, 7th grader, it was uh, 2005, and Gmail hadn't been invented. Regardless? Wait. It it did, but yeah. you know what I mean, right? 
Yeah. Um, Twitter hadn't been invented. Fine. Fine. Okay. It's fine. Just before Instagram, so it's old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. You got it. I'm glad we got that cleared up. We did. So, want to do some lightning? Hey, I would love to do some lightning. And you know, you know, I, I think if, if, if that kid listens long enough, he'll finally pick up on what we always start every, every week of stories with. And this is another event oh, of such. It's another, uh, it's it? another Black week Bear? of Blackberry. 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 Finally, another week of Blackberry, but not something that we're happy about. Blackberry returns. What? And I don't mean like the Jedi return or the Sith return or whatever that movie was called. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't, good work there. I don't even know. What was it really? Return of the Jedi. Bloody crap. It's not even the right order. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, apparently, according to many market research companies um, asking retailers about the phones that they've been selling in the previous quarter uh, since the BlackBerry launch, apparently most Z10s are being returned according to retailers. So, for instance, somebody goes in and says, Big Week, I want a phone, and they get sold a BlackBerry, and for some reason they did get sold a BlackBerry, which is a miracle. And then they walk out, and then like an hour later they come back and return it. Well... The CEO of BlackBerry says, no, that's not true. No, no, not true at all. That's Prob- not true. It's probably true, actually. I mean, can you imagine walking into a, you know, an AT&T store, buying a BlackBerry, using it for a week, and like, man, this thing sucks. Yeah, I don't know if you do returns phones like that, though. Uh, You know, 14-day return policy. It's no big deal. Mm. I mean, you know, just after that, you get locked into a contract forever. Not if you have Virgin Mobile. Wait, wait, no, 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 you don't get that. Um, when does Virgin Mobile get a BlackBerry? Uh, they used to have a BlackBerry. My mom had the BlackBerry yeah. from Virgin Mobile a long time ago, but they don't they don't have that now. I don't yeah. think they will ever have another BlackBerry. It's kind of out of sync. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, want to know what we get this week? More bad news about BlackBerry. We not only have a BlackBerry as a lead story, but the second lead story, if that's a thing, yes. is also BlackBerry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So according to a survey, 83% of Americans don't know that BlackBerry 10 has launched or that there even is a new BlackBerry in general. So do you know what that means? Um, yes, yes, I do. I think I can make this pretty simple. 83% of America is stupid and doesn't follow our show. I mean, if they listen to our show, well, I don't expect, they would know. I don't expect. So that means 17%? I mean... Listen to us. Yeah. Or our developers that work on... Work for Rim. I mean, Blackberry. It's hard. Oh, okay. It's hard. Okay, okay. I know what you meant. Uh, I, I think it's interesting that 83% don't know. That means the advertising campaign did not work because there isn't one. Um, I would be interested to compare how many people know that there are Surface tablets to Blackberry phones uh, and, uh, you know, Blackberry 10 in general. Like, what is, what is the market penetration of Surface or Windows 8 in general compared to Blackberry? Because they both seem like failure platforms, right? They, um, I don't know. I like Windows. I, I, well, I mean, I don't hate it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, when we get more statistics now, and I, I put this up here because of the whole phone thing. So, apparently, 48% of teenagers in the U.S. already have an iPhone. iPhone, wow. Well. Yeah, an iPhone. Now, it doesn't say an iPhone 5. It just says an, an iPhone. So, it mm-hmm. could be a 3GS or a 4 or a 4S or a 5. And apparently, now I think this is the, the strange number, 62% of teens in America plan on buying one in the near future. Yeah. 62% of teens. Well, but here, here's the thing. 48 plus 62 equals 110. Uh, did you round to the nearest 10th? No, no, no. Okay, I, I rounded to the nearest whole number. It's good. It's good. That's what we do here. Well, it's percentages, so I figured mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is 110% does literally make no sense. Ah, but it does. 
Really? So 48% already have it. 62 want a new one. So that means people it want to upgrade. It say new one. It says they plan on buying one in the near future. Well, if you have a three, you're obviously going to want to buy the five. Are you? You're, you're going to... Well, if, if you, you have, have a three, three if you yeah. Have a, if you have a three... You're going to want the five. I think you want the 5S. Well, I want the 5S Extreme. Well, anyway, so I think the story is interesting that so many people have iPhones... I mean, I don't know a lot of teenagers, honestly, but I see people at the, bloody crap, the United States, the U of M, you know, the college I go to all the time. Mm-hmm. There are people there who have simple flip phones. Yeah, I see them all over. So. And and I see so many people who are teenager class, you know, I associate, you know, teenagers with people in college too. Mm-hmm. But not even, you know, college people have cell phones and fancy pants iPhones because I assume the plans are too expensive, but mostly because I just don't think that people like them. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll you see. know what people like? Uh, no, I don't. Tell me. People like games. And more importantly, people like Linux. Do, so. is, that, is that true? Yeah. Do you know what's coming? Um, um, as something that plays Linux? Yes. A new line of Alienware computers. It's going to come preloaded with Ubuntu on it. So you're like, this is going to no, be amazing. This no, no, be amazing. no, no, no. Ubuntu, like, custom. Ubuntu with Straight Steam. Ubuntu. Ubuntu with Magic. You want to, you, of course, you're going to have Steam on it because that's what all the yeah, games game. Yeah, right, yeah. But I think you have to manually put that on there. But all, all you do is you get straight Ubuntu. Oh, that's good. Which one and do so, we know? 1204. Uh, 12, I mean, 1304 13, minus 13, 1304, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So for $600, you can get a i3 with 6 gigabytes of DDR3. Now, now but here, let me, let me explain something. So my mom has an i3 in her computer, and it's really good, Plays right? Plays Gildors. It's a 3225. The i3 that comes in here for $600 is an i3-3220. So my mom's computer, which was significantly cheaper, just so you know, uh, from an Alienware um, $600 lap, or PC, um, you know, like, this is really a really lame processor because it doesn't have good onboard graphics. But does it have a it does, my uh, mom's GTX com- 645? My, my mom's computer has a 250, uh, GTS 250, so... The, hers is a lot older, but the card is better in theory. Like it has slower memory, but the clock speeds are higher than the 645. So, uh, I want to test this because I really think a 645 would beat it. It would. A, by a lot. It would. But at that, at that, at that price point for $600, you can do significantly better. Would you rather spend a thousand and get an i7, um, eight gigabytes of memory, uh, an Nvidia GTX 660? I mean, that's got to be a good card, right? Right? And a terabyte of... Okay, so here's the thing. Honestly, I cannot condone buying a $1,000 computer without a solid state. Maybe not a 250 gig solid state, but just at least a boot drive with, you know, a 128 gig solid state drive. And then here are two other things. That i7, it's not a 3770K, so there's no overclocking potential. Not that you would do that in the small form factor. There's a heat issue. Mm Mm-hmm. But more importantly, it's much slower than the thirty, the you know, the one with the K. Like the speeds are only a hundred megahertz different, but because the clocks are unlocked, it can overclock higher on its own. This is a little quad core one. Yeah, I know, but it can like mine is too. But it can it can overclock on its own with their triple throttling thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem here is their six sixty. The six sixty isn't high end gaming, and I associate Alienware with high end gaming, so yeah. it's kind of weird. 
but but it is. It's Ubuntu gaming. You don't need the highest end. You no. can make it work. With, no, but when you look at this product, it's really looks t- like an Xbox. It's really tiny. It looks like an Xbox slash Wii. Put it's together. like a you blend a Mac Mini and an Xbox, and then you throw some Wii sauce on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least it has a CD drive. Hey, unlike that other Wii. Yeah, and um. Straight from the horse's mouth, it comes with burning software that you can't get anywhere else. Dual layering burning software. Ooh, I think my Blu-ray player has that. I don't know. It's I don't know. Garbage. <sighs> well, another news. Google. Have you ever heard of Google? Uh, Google. Well, I've got some good news. Uh, you know how you're always doing nefarious things on every weekend? Like, you know, making something explode, cutting up cans near your arteries. Oh, man, that was funny before the show. So I'm saying. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, driving your car off into a pool of boiling lava. You know, you're always doing something, right? I, I've been fond of lava ever since I was a kid. Right. Well, in case you actually do somehow manage to kill yourself in one of these adventurous trips, Google has launched a new product called Inactive Account Manager. And by product, I mean tool. Basically, what it is, and is in case you die, before you die, though, you set up, you disenable it. And so what it does is it waits a period of time. So the default is three months. So if you don't log in to your Google account in three months, Google will ping you to death for like a week. They'll call you and they'll email you at your other accounts. And if you still don't answer, they will give, according to your wishes, up to 10 people or 10 email addresses, essentially, access to your account so they can save your stuff because you're presumably dead because you haven't logged in for three months. Hmm. And... In addition to that, there's also auto-self-destruct and other such things. So in case you actually are dead, your account will just get wiped. Now, I can see this being useful for um, nobody. Except people who die. Which, do they really need to know that this worked? I mean, when you're dead, you don't care. Well, no, but I mean, let's say a bunch of pictures of, like, family pictures. And if I die and I'm the only one with the password, well, then, like, all my family's pictures are locked out forever. you're not around to care. I know, but don't you think they would care? I think you won't be able to know that they are caring. I don't think you care because you don't have a family that cares. That you I, don't I, care. I do care about my family a lot. Not that's not what I said. They don't care about the pictures you've taken. That's what I said. Ah, okay, yeah. You know, they've been on me about... Um, pictures? No, I took a videotape of my sister's performance. They want me to burn them a disc. What's wrong with that? Well, you know... I, I live a free world life. Oh, that again. And I can't get it to mount my camera. It's not that I can't do that. I have that. two Windows computers here. I know, but... I have one with a 7770. NTFS crap. And I have one with a 670, and I have one with a 3770K, and I have one with something that's irrelevant, but they can still do more than yours, because it's running Windows. Meh. Meh. Yeah. So, if you're still waiting for Google Glasses, there are reports that they'll be shipping later this month. So, do you know what that means? I'm um, just in time for I.O., right? You can wear them to I.O. Yeah, you know, I think this might be a, the plan, you know? Mm-hmm. The plan? Well, I think there's 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 two options. Either they actually do get shipped out before I.O., and they're actually just at I.O., or, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they actually either are shipped out before I.O., or they're just at the event, and they just people who go there will get them. Mm, cool. Did you know one of the stipulations for getting Google Glass that you had to pay the $1,500, but in addition, you had to fly to either San Francisco San Francisco in Mountain View or L.A. or New York. You have to fly to a place to, really? to, to actually get them. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they don't even just mail them to you. You actually have to talk to physical humans, engineers from Google, in order to have them. 
Cool. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of a weird thing there. Mm-hmm. So you know Google Fiber, right? You know that amazing gigabit internet. Yeah, I've heard of it. Well, uh, do you know Austin? Is that a human, a famous person? No, keep trying. Um, is it a place in Texas? Yes, it is a place in Texas. Now I know you think Texas is a joke, and I tend to agree on most days. But Austin, uh, this Texas toast is real and delicious. This this people who live in there are fake. Well, Dan Benjamin must be fake then. You're gonna tell me like the worldwide capital is there or something of the five by five? Yeah, it is. The world headquarters is there yeah, in Texas, in Austin. Really? Yeah. Oh, I bet he's tickled pink about this. Oh man, is he? Wow. Well, anyway, so Dan Benjamin is in, is in Austin. He's one of our competitors, so we're not going to talk about him. Hi, Dan. Anyway, um, so the the thing is, Google is kind of assuming that. And in, in most people would agree that Austin is the Silicon Valley of the Midwest, or at least of Texas. Okay. Well, where well when I think we... of Midwest, I think of Midwest North. No, no, no. I don't no, think that's South the, exists. That's it the doesn't. North. No, so you don't understand how this works. Anyway, uh, Austin will get beginning gigabit Ethernet from the – and by Ethernet, I mean Internet – from the Google Fiber sometime in mid-2014. At least that's when they say they'll start doing it so they'll probably have to get some regulations cleared up before then but but you know next year everybody in austin will be happy yeah can you imagine the one the the, the 4k live stream that 5x5 will be producing in a year you know <laughs> they gotta be looking forward to that hey i'm just saying you know i'm thinking gonna... about moving to austin right now are you no no i'm not either i can't go south well i could go south it's really nice there it's mm. warm doesn't rain much there are no hurricanes because they're inland I was so happy when it was snowing again. I thought I was going to have to wait a whole other set of months before I could walk in the snow again. I hate walking in snow. The vibrations know. cause my feet to cry. I love it. I love snow. No no commentary on that? Okay. Nope. Your vibrations of your feet are fine. Okay. Well, move along then. Well, uh, Verizon's have a bit of a policy change. Oh, man, um, is it? Yeah. So now they're enforcing a 24-month contract with no early renewal or contracts for new phones. So do you know what that means? Let's say so you, had, if you break a phone. Well, uh, that might be different. But for instance, let's say you had an iPhone 5, right? Or no, let's say you had an iPhone 4S. And the iPhone 5S comes out in June. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, unless there's been actually two years between those two phones, I don't think there's anything else in that bag. If there is, I'd be impressed. How can there be stuff Sorry, in there? Sorry, I'm breaking your mic. I don't care. One piece? That's all you got for that? At least do it with gusto and vengeance. Gusto! See, you, you almost oh. got... What? Sorry. There you go, one. Okay, well, I didn't want any anyway. Well, there's 6666 in the story now. What do you know about that? Nope! Oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Verizon sucks. But, speaking of Verizon, it, have you ever heard of a feature phone? Do you know what a feature phone is? It's kind of like a smartphone, but more lame. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, do you know what uh, Verizon uh, is, is doing now? They're launching this $35 plan, which sounds very similar to the Virgin Mobile plan that I used to have and you have currently. But, now they have 500 minutes and unlimited texting and unlimited data. Well, uh, sort of unlimited. Whatever unlimited data would mean for a person who's on a smartphone. And by smartphone, I mean feature phone. So this plan is kind of a ripoff if you have a feature phone. Because you could go to um, track phone and pay less, I think, per month and still have most of a feature phone. Um, Yeah, I got 
I paid ten a month for my track phone, right? And I never ran out of minutes. I had six hundred minutes to burn. Yeah. So I I, I don't really know who Verizon yeah. is fooling here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, meanwhile, T-Mobile is luring customers to stores by selling the iPhone five for only ninety nine dollars and the uncarrier plan um, with a fifty dollar for service and two hundred dollar monthly for phone. Totally, it's just twenty dollars, by the way. Did I say. 20? No, you said 200. I, I said 20. No, I have, um, I have a recorded proof. I I tend to believe what's been recorded and has been proven. Well, good. In the court of Nexus. That's the only court that I adhere to. Well, so, um, this launched today, this this iPhone on T-Mobile, this, this came out today, actually. And according to my sources, specifically the um, the guy with the beard, 5 by 5 what's his name? Dalrymple. Dalrymple. Oh, that guy. What did you say? I said somebody wrong. Who? Don't remember. Okay. Probably Buck Owens or somebody. Oh, well, my, my, my sources say that T-Mobile had lines going from spewing out their store and that, that the, the demand and the very active, you know, community around the iPhone suddenly sprung forth on the T-Mobile today. People were really interested in this $99 iPhone for such a low price, apparently. Yeah. So good, good work for T-Mobile. Bad work for Verizon. Yeah, I keep on seeing all these negative T-Mobile c- campaigns on uh, when I go to pay my top-up bill. Yeah. Like, I go to Virgin oh, yeah, Mobile, yeah, yeah. and they say, go, 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 go right now and ditch Verizon and come with us. Like, well, uh, right on the front door. So, so when you're already there and already <laughs> going there to, to top pay. up, because yeah. you're already bought into them, they tell you to leave a company right, you're not right. with. <laughs> Turns out, well, so earlier this week... Uh, Virgin Mobile came out with this campaign for anybody who's who suddenly affected by this uncarrier pivot to switch and get a hundred dollars by switching to uh, Virgin Mobile. Yeah. So if you had T-Mobile, you could switch and get money, but uh, then you'd lose money because Virgin Mobile isn't as good as T-Mobile. So I'm just saying. But uh, another news: Do you remember Kevin Lynch? I do. You know that you know you know you know that a, a, um, Adobe guy that mm-hmm. CTL. Well, apparently, according to the sources that I don't actually know, he's working with the old iPod team. So the iPod team that made the original set of iPods, not mm-hmm. the new one that makes the same iPod every other year. Yeah. Not that team. The team that was innovative. Apparently, he's working with them to make a new product. Ooh. So we don't know what that is, but apparently that's what he's doing. Wait, is he making a new product for Adobe or making a new product for Apple? Apple. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I don't really associate new and innovative with Adobe. Bah, I certainly don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Apple, um, Apple is paying $53 million to settle a class action lawsuit over the iPhone warranty policy. Um, you should check in to see if uh, that applies to you and get well, your money. So here's what happened, because uh, I, I know you didn't want to read that last part. I see. My eye kind of oh, filtered. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Well, so the, you know how Apple would always like check to see if your device has been submerged Mm-hmm. underwater by checking their little piece of tape that would turn blue if it was wet or something yeah you know and if it was exposed to the cold it was same as thrown into a lake by the, their standards well you shouldn't do that so basically apparently under their hardware warranty somehow there was a loophole where this was unjust so so denying people service to hardware under that uh, under the hardware ter- policy Apparently, you weren't supposed to be able to deny people based on that that strip of paper in their water condition. So that's what this class action lawsuit is settling, apparently. Mm. I hadn't heard about it before this, unless I had, and I just don't remember. 
So, do you, do you, what do you know about this WordPress um, worldwide worldwide brute force hack? So, does this affect WordPress.com, or is it affecting... This just- affects any site running WordPress. Do you know how bad that is? Right, yeah, right now there's this massive botnet going around that's running with 90,000 servers. And, I mean, this is not just, like, a Russian trying to take all over the world. This is a sure? worldwide... Um, well, I don't know where the first one came from. But, no, this is a massive attack. And, apparently, WordPress um, doesn't limit how many login attempts you have. Um, and so there's there's little widgets or not a plugin you can yeah. add to it to limit login attempts. Mm-hmm. And they, WordPress is also recommending that everybody updates to the most recent version because um, there's a lot of websites out there that are running ancient versions of the software. So I, I did a check on uh, the Nexus CMS, which, of course, if, if you listen to this show at any amount, you would know that it's backed by WordPress. Well, it turns out we don't have any protection against this because I was trying to hack Matt's account and uh, the, there was no throttling. Yeah, I know. It's pretty fun. No, no, I would say that's very bad. So do you know what I'm doing literally right now as we speak? You're installing it? Yep. Good idea. Yeah. And the rest of you out there, you should do the same. Yeah, and, and you know It's actually really easy to find this plugin. I'm, I'm pasting it into the yeah. search box. I'm finding the plugin. Plugin has found me. I'm sure it's going to be native in the next version. You know, actually, next it's, major version. it's not. I checked. I, I have the next major version already. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, this will this will put some something in some fire. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, do you want to do? That I don't know what that is. What do? What is this? Do I, yeah, that's you. I don't know what's going on. I'm installing WordPress. Big returns five times more. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> see, see, this is what happens when you don't summarize. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I didn't. Do so, it. do you know what Bing is really good at? Something. Bing beats Google. At so many things, and this is one of them. Bing will find five times more malware than Google will. Really? Isn't that amazing? Isn't yeah, that is, that, great? Is, that is impressive. Yeah, well, this company ran this giant 18-month-long test and has determined that uh, Bing um, is uh, five times more likely to be poisoned. Really? Mm-hmm. You know how bad that is? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I would say that's pretty bad. Oh, my gosh, you have one attempt remaining. Oh, it actually works now. Oh, I've locked you out of the accounts for 20 minutes. <laughs> I won't miss it. I know you won't. Hey, have you ever heard of Nintendo? I haven't heard of them. Do you, do you know that, that that old console that looks kind of white, kind of looked like a brick? Um, What was it called? Oh, the Wii. Do you know of the Wii? Mm-hmm. You know how it launched with a bunch of internet services like Nintendo News, the Nintendo Weather app. You had the Weather app, and they so, also had a Star thing too. Yeah, some other mm-hmm. some other apps that were all brought to you by the local internet. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, apparently Nintendo just doesn't feel like hosting those things anymore. So at the end of June, those are all shutting down. Yeah. Now, what is staying up is the Nintendo Store, so you'll still be able to buy games and do whatever nonsensical thing you'd want to do with a Wii, but. All the other things that you might have done with your Wii in the past are gone. So, have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know... Now, why do you think they did this? I have no idea. I guess nobody used them, but... I mean, they designed it so you'd use them. Like, on the main homepage, they had so many boxes, and then I just ha- always had the Weather Channel open. Now, like, I'd always know. Without knowing what the saturation or what the market is like right now, what can, what the market is consisting of Wii's... I can't imagine many people are still using their Wii, and if they are, I don't think they'll miss the weather app so much. Yeah. They can just turn the news on on the regular TV. Because this doesn't affect the Wii Plus. The Wii U. That's what I meant. That's what you meant, huh? That's totally no, this, different tone. This, is do not, this does not affect the Wii Plus at all, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I... It has their own apps that are newer and better and innovative. Mm-hmm. I mean, not at all. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Microsoft apparently released a Windows 7 security update, but uh, kind of caused some mach- machines to become unbootable. So Microsoft pulled it, and they're telling people to uninstall it, if they haven't already. Yeah. Now, does that sound like a good plan to you? Well. You're running a Windows 7 computer over there. I wonder if it's installed there. Hey, the computer re- restarted, and you noticed that there had been updates. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I never, I never, I've never used a computer, so uh, it could be uh, susceptible. You know, why did they just pull a patch that under the previous patch? Yeah. I don't know. You never want to roll back a patch. It's unless uh, you're. I, I personally don't even know how. I know how, but I, I've never done it. Because why would you do that? Because there's never been a need, really. You know, it's kind of amazing that Microsoft can make patches that actually work as well as they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know Microsoft. You mm-hmm. you've heard about them. I have. So. They they sometimes are kind of anti-competitive. Yeah. And what what they're doing today is some you know you know Scroogle we talked about in the past how about they were trying to promote their Outlook service by telling you that oh ads are getting injected into your email based on your email you know blah 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 you know that mm-hmm. so basically what's happening is Gmail is no longer the target. What is the target is now Android. So we're gonna oh, we're gonna Android. play we're gonna play some video and it's going to be in HD. So bear with me here while it buffers. We could just do 240 and have it instant. The, the, this is Bing video, so it doesn't have that option. Oh, yeah. When you buy an Android app from the Google Play Store, your personal information, including your full name, email address, and the neighborhood where you live, is passed off from Google to the app maker. Most app makers are trustworthy. However, in the wrong hands, who knows what they'll do with your info? App makers are spread out all over the world, and these companies find out what apps you buy, even health-related ones. Google does not clearly warn you that this transfer of personal info occurs every time you buy an app. It's not stated in the checkout process, on the receipt, or in your account history. Privacy groups, app makers, and even Congress have raised concerns about how consumers are getting scrubbled. Unlike Google, Windows Phone Store doesn't share your personal information with app makers. Don't get scrubbled. Well, that was interesting. So, what do you think about that? You know, I don't think any Android app guy would look at one individual user and see what they did. Like, they got, they go a few hundreds of people. It's probably aggregated significantly. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I know they get analytics from it, but I, they can't just look you up like that. Well, I, I mean, some apps only get, you know, 5,000 downloads in their entire lifetime. So, I mean, in that case, it'd be possible. And then the guy doesn't have enough money to get a plane ticket to come and murder you. Right, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, unless they're a pro stacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're breeding those at Murray. We're trying to. <laughs> I think it's working. Yeah. So that's that's the Scroogle campaign. Have fun yeah. with that. And so it's not often that we get negative feedback here in the Nexus, but we got yelled at, especially by my producer, because we didn't mention Facebook Home last week. I have nothing to do with you. Uh, I was told that um, like minutes after the last week's show ended, you know, Facebook Home came out. Why didn't we talk about this? Well, I didn't yell at you. I just yelled at the fringe. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, well, if go. I was in the... Regardless... <laughs> So we didn't mention this last week, but Facebook Home is uh, Facebook's uh, Android entity. It finally is available for select Android 4.0 uh, handsets. Uh, let's see, what else does it do? It's, from the looks of it, you can like Facebook. Um, you like this? Please note, Facebook does not indeed require the internet. So um, if you don't have the internet, you don't need it at all. So, so, so 
I mean, I know reading is a tough, tough sport, and that sometimes tough sports require uh, endurance and agility and strength and stamina and, and and numerous skills that are hard to master. Let me reread that in a little bit more finesseful way. By the way, it's not a word. Let me just delete this real quick. Actually, no, I'm just going to do that, that, this, and... Now, we didn't mention this last week, we'll but Facebook it. Home, and it's it's Facebook's Android entity. And by entity, I mean entry. It's this thing where instead of rebranding Android, they're just putting an overlay on it so it's not a scan, it's a launcher. It's finally available for select Android devices, specifically those that are uh, 4.0 or above. And from the looks of it, if you like Facebook and you use it all the time, you live in it all day, you'll probably like this. Uh, I couldn't try it today because, well, it turns out the Nexus 7 isn't compatible, so it's not one of the select devices. And, I, I you know, th- this this please note part here was kind of a, a joke to that, that, that age-old, do you need to be online to get the internet? Mm-hmm. Um, because Facebook Home is intimately connected with Facebook, which actively requires an internet connection to pull down upla- updates and... Um, Spam. So if you aren't on a connected device, your Facebook Home experience will be horrible, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in other news, Bitcoin. You know what happened this week? I heard they got DDoSed. Well, they not only that. So this week, they they rose from like, you know, $78 to $100 to 150 to 230 260 and suddenly the market crashed. And then they came back a little while later, and then they were DDoSed out of existence again, and then they came back up a little later, and then who knows what happened. What do you know? Basically uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. So where does the Bitcoin value stand now? Well, um, let's do a little timeline. Um, about 28 hours ago, it was 260. Okay, pretty rich. Um, 14 hours ago, 160. Um, so what, what's, what's that? Just, uh, $100 down in six hours? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's dropped another 30. So what is it? What is it sit now? Uh, it's at 120 right now. 120. Um, It's not bad. Not good, but not bad. Well, when you're comparing itself to itself five (laughs) seconds ago, no, it's not. You're comparing it to itself five minutes ago, still not looking that bad, but less than a day. Hey, you know, if if you compare the value of something, in in a time frame of 0.01 seconds, man, it's essentially con- constant. I know, isn't it amazing? I know, no, nothing changes if you compare things at that low scale. Turns yeah. out, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was reading the Bugzilla um, thing earlier this week, and Mozilla has decided that their Gecko engine, like to fix a bug with the Blink thing, they're just going to decide to remove the Blink tag completely out of Firefox. Really? Yeah. So it's which, long which, live. Which Firefox? Like Firefox 20, 22, 29, kind of made those numbers up. But you know uh, what I mean. All of them henceforth. Well, and when does it start? Like, I think they're on 20 now, so probably 21. Yeah, let me quick look. You know how the crap is. Oh, where would your... Uh... Yeah, it does that. Don't worry about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, things that expensive shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll be ranting shortly. So, so it just... No, I'll, I'll explain it later. When you're uh, okay, um, no idea. Yeah, don't worry about it. I I, I assumed Firefox twenty one and yeah after that's what I thought too. But. So we've got one last story here, which is kind of irrelevant, except it's, it's a funny. It's kind of a funny one. So you know Windows XP. Mm-hmm. Do you know when that was released? I don't know, a while ago. Well, it was released in October of two thousand one, mm-hmm. which is approximately twelve years ago or so, maybe more. That's mm-hmm. a long long time, right? Yeah. 
Well, support for Windows XP will expire next April, allegedly. Now, that's unless something magical happens and Microsoft says, oh, fine, we'll keep it around again. But they probably won't. Because even Microsoft hates Windows XP. And this isn't just for consumers. Even businesses won't have support for Windows XP after this. And there's a lot of businesses that bought in super heavily to it. Super heavy. Yeah. So not only does Windows XP expire, but even Internet Explorer 6 officially. So, yes, Mm -hmm. finally. Finally, we have uh, achieved the ratification of that horrible operating system called Windows XP. Still got to go to China and deal with it. Hey, but you know, nobody cares in China. Uh, They can uh, contact their Russian government for it. What? (laughs) Hey, um, so do you have any uh, plugs for this week? You know, regrettably, I uh, regrettably did not touch my iPad. Um, I've been meaning to Man, that, look up that, this Flipboard that thing. Flipboard is waiting for you to review it. You know, I love Flipboard, and I'm a big Flipboard fan, but then I have to touch my iPad, and then I just have DRMs on my hand, and I, I, I can't feel clean for a few days after using it. Man, you must hate Windows. It's amazing you live through that. Well, I do have an app. or Well, it's not even an app. It's a service and associated apps. So, you know, you've ever heard of App.net? I have. What is it? It's a thing that lets you tweet. It's a Twitter clone. But you're right. Well, and so normally you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But being as special as I am, I, I didn't because, you know, I'm special like you that. You did a beta and then stuck No, with it. no, I was not in the beta either. I, I wasn't that cool. Mm-hmm. So basically, occasionally people on Twitter or the people I follow on Twitter, they'll say, hey, guys, I have some uh, app.net invites. Anybody want one? And so I tweeted with Guy that I follow, and he said, yes. It's the guy who did the ghost, you know, WordPress ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got an invite to app.net. And so I've tried using it, and it's kind of kind of cool. I think I have six app.net tweets. I don't, what do you call that? What do you call an individual tweet on a non-Twitter platform? I don't know. But you uh, app mentioned uh, my homeboy. Syracuse, huh? You did. Yeah, um, I did. In his journeyish background. Is it? Oh, I've never well, looked. Yeah, you think? Oh, that's so good. <sighs> he kind of has a journey. thing for journey. Oh, I'm going to put him in the show notes. Uh, yeah. Homeboy. There's, there's, there he is, John Syracuse. Oh my gosh, homeboy. Wow, he doesn't have a... He posted 29 minutes ago on here. My gosh, it's like, incredible. He's got so many things with inside the last two days. Yeah, it's he amazing. uses this. I don't know how. Well, he's got plenty of followers. Look at that, 10,335 followers. There's 10,000 people on this thing? My gosh. Well, so here's the thing. So I don't have a full app.net account. So for me, it's free, and I can invite anybody who wants one. But here's the thing. It's not a free account. Well, it is a free account, but it's not a full account. I can have up to, I can follow up to 40 people, at which point I will be asked to pay. Now, is that a problem? Or probably only 40 people in the world that I really care about. Syracuse is one of them, Marco Armage is one of them, and Dan Benjamin is one of them. Everybody else is mostly irrelevant. Well, Syracuse is following 63, so he must be paying uh, for see, it. See what I, see, but do you see what I mean though? Yeah. The follow back numbers are so low that it doesn't really matter. And I don't know if the activity on AppDonit is really that high, so it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. So one of the reasons I wasn't really interested in AppDonit earlier in my lifetime, or since it had come out last year sometime, is that I never knew of any good Android clients, because AppDonit was heavily aimed at iOS users, because you know they're hipsters like that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's an AppDonit client I found today. Well, it was two days ago, really, but you know what I mean. Right, Do you know off. what it's called? Hmm... AppNet lanes? Tweet lanes. Tweet lanes. Yes. As an app.net. It is. So apparently, 
you know how the developer of Tweetlanes kind of ceased development on it, but then released it as open source? Yeah. Because Twitter implemented its death grip of tokens mm-hmm. thing. Well, since he had released it to open source on GitHub, people implemented a .NET or an app.NET um, portion of the code base so that it's the same app. It just switches to using app.NET as its backend instead of Twitter. That's cool. So it's the same app I used for months and I have liked for a long time. Mm-hmm. But now it's for tweet lanes, and it's really cool. Well, so I can uh, so tweet this is there. this is this is the app I can't get on uh, the gingerbread. That, right? is, that is correct because you have a. Joke. I mean, I mean, honeycomb, honeycomb uh, uh, on my honeycomb on your honeycomb. Well, um, in a few few weeks, I will be buying my grandmother a Cosier uh, Rise to see how that is for her, and she hopefully she'll be able to use it. Mm-hmm. So if it is good, I'll let you know, and then you can grab one. Yeah, I mean, I, I just love my another honeycomb. one. Yeah, what time was that one? No, uh, twelve and six forty. Oh, okay. So acceptable. Why is it so random? Last week it was spamming you like crazy. You know, if uh, I knew, I wouldn't know. Oh. Well, and so that that was my first plug. That implies you have a second plug. Well, you were asked by my monitor, so I have to tell you. Oh, that's uh, the thing that could sing a dance. Now, so, yes. So my monitor, uh, last week I mentioned that I was getting an IPS display, and I, I didn't have it yet, but I got it on Tuesday, I think, or maybe Monday. I don't know. I got it some day of the week. Tuesday. Um, and it's a really nice monitor. You've probably seen it. So one of the things that I tested it with is, so everybody listening, if you're still listening at this point, you're insane, but, but, but do this for me. Go to the verge, open up the verge. All right, we're going to the verge. Oh, wow. It looks like you've been here before on this computer. Probably. Now you only have to do this if you have two monitors, but what I want you to do is open up the verge Make the window big enough so that half the window can sit on the left monitor and half the window can sit on the right monitor. Now, you can't do this, obviously, because you only have one. But do it in your imagination, right? Just let me turn the TV on. Oh, yes, do that. So what I want you to do is look on the other side of the monitor. Look on the other monitor. Are the two borders of the verge the same white? True or false? False. That's right. One white isn't as white as the other white. Now, look at the colors, the saturation. Look at how the ver- the varieties of colors and the saturations are between the two monitors. Now, imagine that, but multiply it a couple of times. And then add, like, 100. That's the difference between my new monitor and my other monitors. So, Matt helped me set this thing up the other day. Maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. And it's really nice, uh, but it does suck for one reason. Maybe two reasons. Do you know what the reason is? You know, I heard a moment ago, I heard it shut off. Well, before we get there, the reason this monitor sucks so much, besides from that uh, other problem... Because it makes all the other ones sucky? It makes all the other monitors I've seen it have crap. That's a pretty bad issue. Well, it's a good issue to have, but it is kind of a sad thing. But Mm -hmm. but let's, let's get to the more important story. There's some weird intermittent shut off things and i'm not really sure what's causing it so it it only happens whenever i'm using the monitor so i'm not using it there's not really an issue so that doesn't really make a difference right well for instance uh i went to that video earlier that uh that bing video Uh and the monitor flickered a few times so there's no way it can sense what's on the screen unless it can in which case wow that's cool so I don't really know what it is. So there's there's options, like maybe the cord in the back is loose, or maybe the power cord is loose, or who knows? I don't think it's power. It's unlikely. 
So I, I don't know. I'm going to experiment. But uh, aside from that issue, which is relatively minor, because if it is an issue, I have to send it back and get a new one instantaneously. New Ink is good like that. Um, it's really nice. Now, the, one of the great things about this is I got it for a good deal. Mm-hmm. So it was one sixty nine when I bought it, um, but I also got a ten percent discount. That's uh, due to a, one of, due, you know one of those new Ink specials. Mm-hmm. So you know it was like one fifty or so. And free shipping. I'm guessing. Free shipping. Yeah, yeah. free mm-hmm. shipping. So good. Now the same monitor on uh, Amazon was also one sixty nine. So free shipping also on Amazon, but just without the ten percent discount. And ten percent adds up when it's expensive. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you know twenty bucks essentially. Uh, so yeah, really nice. I, I'll put a link in the show notes as soon as I find the uh, new egg link. But it's really nice. So one of the, the last important thing I have to point out about this, you know how I've always felt at bezels. Yes. I remember your bezel issue. Yeah. Well, this monitor literally has no bezels. Compared to everybody else. I like my monitor's bezel better. Why? It's smoother. What do you mean? That's so smooth that the monitor is protruding out of the bezels. There is no smoother bezel. You know, there is. What? Glass? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Glass is smoother. Did you know that... What? This monitor costs two hundred nine dollars at regular price. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but nobody pays regular price. No, because, on anything. Because for 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 uh, seventy dollars more, I could get a twenty seven inch monitor. Is it still the IPS? Yeah. Uh, why didn't you get that? Wait, where would you put it? Exactly. You figured it out. Hmm. Yeah. You know, my TV at my house is twenty six inches. Did you know that's absurd and that you need? To- yeah. So my sister and um, my father were playing Mario Kart on our. Wii. Um, you still use that, huh? I still, still use generic Wii. Um, so I, I like it because I feel my conscience is clear when I torrent games for it because we can't buy new games. Why? So we got the first Wii. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. Um, and it doesn't support dual-layer discs because the first set didn't. Um, That's insane. We could have mailed it and had this thing during the promotional thing, but we don't buy games for it that often because mm. we because it sucks. Yeah. yeah, and plus we love GameCube games. GameCube is still one of my favorite consoles. That's funny. Well, to me, games hold their value very much so highly. Is that I, so? I still play Counter Strike. That game's thirteen years old. Now. I, no, I don't know. Um, games are timeless. Like I know you say you need to have the highest graphics. And no, thing, I do not say that. Look but, at Journey. It's not the highest graphics. Really. It's good, but not great. Yeah. I mean, look at Banjo-Kazooie. It's a great game. I love playing it. Um, yeah. Uh, see. Like, it came from the Nintendo 64. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. disagree that games are somewhat timeless, but uh, they do they do age. Yeah. And and then the, the bugs are hilarious in some old games and stuff. But for the most part, I love playing classic games. And so my dad and sister were had to get right up to the TV. Because when you have split screen on a TV oh, that's small, Can't it's imagine. impossible. Mario Kart? Really? No. It, it was hard. I don't know how you can play that. It's a racing game. I hate racing games. It, but it's it's um. I noticed that they changed the timings like crazy. You can be in twelfth place. You can now be in twelfth place. Um, and versus the eight that's been like that forever. Um, I've never I never played because I don't like racing games. Well, you can press a button and basically be teleported to the front. Oh, it, so that's it's, called cheating. But it's designed to keep even bad players in the race. Okay, that's reasonable. So it, it's scaling. It's scaling at its oh, best. Oh, so like unlike Guild Wars, the, yeah. where the game doesn't scale, mm-hmm. it, it does. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we have any main topics this week. Uh, um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, there not not too much big news happened this week. Uh, we're kind of just in the doldrum between CES and IO and WWDC and 
build. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just kind of waiting for everything big to happen. Yeah. Oh, um, one thing to note: I know it's not tech news, but today is tonight's series. Tonight's oh, yeah, yeah. Series. We didn't say that. We yeah. said something about in the fringe. No, no. But just if you're listening to the show, go look at the stars tonight. Go look at the stars. Maybe uh, wave to oh. Yuri. Oh crap! What? Nobody's gonna listen to it tonight. Why? It's not gonna be posted. We're doing it so early; it might be. Well, well, if that happens, uh, listen tonight. If it's not, look at the stars in the other direction, and it'd be good enough. Yeah, good idea. I'm sure it all equals to same. Rotate. Um, mm-hmm. But before we go, we have to do some important announcements. Oh yeah, on the uh... so there's this thing that happens sometimes. It's called an S3. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. So S3 does not prevent you from overwriting previous files. So if you had a show called HN71. And then next week, I forget which episode we're on, and I call next week's file 1871 again, and I upload it. Well, the original 1871 will not be saved or, you know, questioned for me like Windows would or Mac or Linux would. Like, you know, when you overwrite a file, it usually questions you to make Mm -hmm. sure you want to. Yeah. Well, S3 doesn't. So one of the things that has happened to us in the past is that when we're uploading a fringe, because they happen so often, we sometimes get confused as to which number we're on. Yeah, like Fringe um, 110 will be associated with 71. Right. So sometimes this happens. So Andrew Bailey originally wrote this little thing that would um, use Linux and uh, WGit and some uh, bash magic to essentially go through all of the uh, S3 URLs and save them all in a folder. Yeah. And I made some improvements to it and put it on a GitHub. And this week, he came out with the new edition, the Windows edition. So if you have modern release of Windows, so I, I, I'm i assuming um, it does that. So anything between Windows 7 and Windows 8, mm-hmm. see what I did there? Um, so not Windows before that. If you have anything that's new, Windows 7 or above, you can use PowerShell. Have you ever used PowerShell? Yeah. So PowerShell. Works with Vista. It does, but I think he's using some new features. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Comes default with 8. Seven, you have to manually get it, don't you? I don't think PowerShell so. PowerShell is not on this. Isn't it? I thought it was. Oh, crap, it is. Huh. Oh, but see, I could be different because I have Ultimate on that computer. So Yeah, because I've used, because in my networking class, we use PowerShell to um, simulate common, like when I have my yeah. uh, I serial what, cables. I wonder what uh, Andrew Bailey has then, if he has Pro or not, or something. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, if you have Windows uh, Pro or better, um, you can do this. So basically... You, you download the little script, you put it in a folder somewhere, you tell the task, you know, the, the system scheduler, you know, it's a thing in administrative tools, you can Google it if you need to know, and you just tell it to run the script every, I don't know, week or so, and it'll just back up all the shows onto your hard drive. Now, I know that sounds like a lot of shows, and it is, it's kind of like six gigs right now, but, but it allows us to have multiple off-site copies of all the shows that we know and love. So, if you're uh, willing to have some hard drive space sacrifice to all of our shows, you can do that. And, and one of the best parts of this is it does not break our download numbers, so no need to worry about that. There aren't going to be suddenly 700 downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, it just uh, does it to the S3 server directly. So it's really nice. Yeah. Um, and if you ha- have Windows 7, you can download it for free. It just oh, it won't be on by default. Oh, that's fine. I, I always knew it was like that. Yeah. Um, See, I never use normal consumer products. Yeah. Hey, do you know what I was doing earlier this what? week? Tell me. I was listening to Control Structure 10? or Shouldn't be. It was, I was listening to the one when uh, Tom Chris was our uh, was first announced to be host. Tom Chris. Uh, ah, Christopher. Thompson. Thompson. Good. Christopher Thompson. I don't um, know what episode that was. 
I don't know. It was the one I had now. stored locally on my computer because I, I was really bored, and I was just like, "What can I listen to?" Oh, I have one of I have a old control structure and listen to it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good, was a good show. Yeah. What What are you doing next week? Any Any big plans? Um. Uh, hmm. Don't you have some kind of developer conference you're going to next week? Yes, on the 18th, I am going to Bloomington to see the demo of the world's fastest microcontroller in the world. That's cool. You gonna run the war game? Yeah. It's Java. That's what I'm saying, man. I'll, I'll bring it on a thumb drive. Just, just, I'll be the one harassing the, the guys. Just, just do it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you have to dress up. Whatever. Make sure you bring the beta one, though. Oh, the the one that Eight. outputs to the screen all the time? No, the one that doesn't output to the screen. The beta one is the good one. Uh, okay, so the beta is... Good. So the one not published is the better it's one. It's published on GitHub. The one not finalized is... It's in development. Okay, okay. And you didn't hide the old one? No. Oh. They're in two publicly accessible branches. One is master, one is beta. I will have to do that later then. Yeah. You'll tell which one it is. One's old, one's not. Oh, I love it when it's that uh, simple. Uh, next week, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any big plans for next week. I hope there's some real news next week, but uh, I'm not going to be surprised if there isn't. Uh, yeah, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, until then, have a good one. Well, we can't leave yet. <gasps> Where can we find you on the internet? Oh, I hope I weaseled out of that. No, you'll never weasel out of that. I will... Always be looking for a way to weasel out. Well, weasel onto Twitter. Well, if you're going to weasel onto Twitter, you might as well um, tweet at me. Um, you can find me at Matt underscore Petchel. Really? Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's exactly how you do it. And what about uh, what about that blog that you never ran on? Oh, the the blog dot com. The one that's getting hacked right now by me. Honestly, do you know how many spams I get for that? Oh, I know. Like, I don't. I do too. I get all these things, and I am happy with the size of my um, stuff. <laughs> And I don't know why it keeps on trying to get it bigger. I get some messed up spam. I, uh, I do. I mean, there's no way sends or bots about for it. A sec- <laughs> for a second there, I thought I was teleported to the 8-bit. Oh. By mistake. Um, and of course, you can find me, Ryan Rampersad, in middle school, but in other words, on uh, Twitter, at Ryan Menar, and uh, also on my blog, which I have been posting to more occasionally these days, which of course is blog.ryanrampersad.com. And of course, do you know what this show is? This is ATN. Try again, but way harder. Nexus at the... Okay, we'll take that. And of course, this is the premiere show of the network, the Nexus. And we do this show every Friday occasionally, and we talk about tech news. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Hey, do you know what sounds funny? No. 743. We're <sighs> done. Have a good one. Have a good one.
Wow, I just butchered the word Charles. I just butchered the word Chatsworth. <laughs> I can't say Chatsworth. Or butchered. <laughs> well, you know what he said, right? No. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay.